Hello and welcome to Tommy Talks, the weekly podcast bringing you inside St. Thomas Athletics, where we'll get to know those who wear the purple and gray. This week, we talk with sophomore outside hitter Lauren Galvin from the volleyball team. She talks about expectations for year two of D1, her fascination with the criminal mind, the best state fair foods, and much more. You can subscribe to Tommy Talks wherever you get your podcasts, and if you love it, please give us a five-star rating. Now, here's our conversation with Lauren Galvin on another edition of Tommy Talks. Lauren, let's start with the most important question of all. What made you decide to come to St. Thomas and wear the purple and gray? Um, I would say coaches, people, everything like that. I loved the campus. I always came into recruiting thinking I wanted a big campus far away from home, and then I toured St. Thomas and I was like wow this is kind of nice I actually really like this and I just kind of fell in love with it talking to the coaches and stuff like that and hearing things from other people that have played here and know the coaches and stuff like that know the people they really had a lot of good things to say and it was really hard to turn away from it. Did you like the challenge of being somebody who is going to be there and help try and get this program going in the Division One era? Yeah, I would say that was one of the big things as well. I thought that was such an interesting opportunity that not a lot of people get to do. It's so different that it was very enticing. Last year, you lead the team in kills. You lead in service aces. You played in every match, every set too, right? Mm. Um, and you were named to the Summit League All-Freshman team. What did that honor mean to you? It meant a lot, um, specifically like for the team and stuff like that, because they were the ones that helped out with all that. Couldn't have done it without them. Um, but also just like kind of getting St. Thomas out there. I feel like we were, were new to the Summit League, so it was kind of nice to get St. Thomas up in there and say like, hey, here we are. There were a ton of freshmen on last year's team. Yes. I mean, you guys were almost a new team, so everybody's experiencing it all at the same time. Mm -hmm. Usually freshmen come in, and you guys are learning from the upperclassmen. What was it – how was it different with so many freshmen on the team last year? Um, I would say it was pretty almost easier to get along with everyone because we came in with such a big group. It was so easy to like mesh with the other people that were already here. Cause it was pretty even. I think we almost had more pe- more freshmen than returners last year. Mm-hmm. So it was pretty easy to, it wasn't three freshmen coming in trying to get along with everyone. It was like 11 of us coming in and we all were like meshed together. We all walked to places together. Like we all basically lived in the same area. So we, it was really easy to, get along and like find people that you really meshed with you guys do have another year of division one recruits coming in now this year and the the season obviously already underway how has the team improved overall from last year to this year I would say a lot honestly I think we're starting at such a different spot this year than we were last year just with now having had one year underneath our belt and also I think a lot of it has to do with us having played together for a year like all of us freshmen now and the people that are the other returners like how knowing how we all work together I feel like last year it was there's so many incoming freshmen so many of those people were starters none of us knew how to play together and now the people that are here we know how to play together and it's easier to bring in newer freshmen to play with them when we know how to play with each other and just you know get them into that routine as well yeah and last year it had to be so unique in that 
you don't know what to expect. You have 11 fresh other freshmen or 11 freshmen who don't know what to expect. And you have an upper class that doesn't know what to expect. Right. That had to be a, a pretty unique experience. It really was. We were all trying to learn and figure it out along the way. And I don't think we un- like we really got it until our off season when we could really slow things down and figure out how to get things going. So is that something else then that has you feel like everybody does have their feet underneath them a little bit more this year? Definitely. I would say so for sure. Do you pay attention to the preseason polls at all? Um, like rankings, yeah. Yeah, when they when you guys are picked ninth or whatever mm-hmm. it was, what, I mean, what does that say to you, or what what's the feeling in the locker room when you hear that? I think we're just, especially with seeing like the new talent we have and like how much better we feel about this year. I feel like we're just kind of like, oh, we shouldn't be there. Like we can show them that we should be above above these guys or we can beat them for sure and we can we can get wake our way up there for sure who are you chasing in the summit league like do you have somebody it's probably still pretty early to have a rivalry yet right who are who do you want to catch up to Mm. i would say i know north dakota is right above us we beat them twice last year so we were kind of like what the heck? <laughs> <laughs> so I, I think them for sure is just being like, hey, we can do that again for sure. We know that they've got incoming people, but so do we. And we feel confident this year that we've got more of a understanding of each other and our team. So I would say them again. You're a six rotation player. Mm-hmm. Why is that important to you? I think having consistency on the court is pretty important and even our coach tang he says that he's he likes to keep as many players all the way around as he can because it keeps the flow of the game and the motivate like the motivation pretty similar so if you take someone off it kind of cools them down or gives them a little break i think keeping that consistent being in always being locked in mind ready to go is pretty important was that something that was always important to you too to have that versatility and and be able to stay on the floor the entire time yeah I would say that's what motivates me most is to keep that spot how did you get into volleyball um both of my parents played volleyball actually so my mom coached me when I was in second grade so did my dad they uh just taught me growing up same with my sister so we just learned I they gave me a choice between basketball and volleyball middle school, and I picked volleyball and just went from it from there. Was everybody an outside hitter, or are you all in the 5'10 to whatever range? Um, My mom and dad both did any position, really, so they kind of taught me everything. Um, I've always been a hitter. I actually used to be a middle hitter, surprisingly. I'm very short, but <laughs> I was tall very early. Yeah. But and my sister was an outside hitter as well. Okay. So middle hitter or the middle blocker, usually those are the over six feet, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so what's it like being a 5'10 person in a six-footer's world? Um, I would say it's very difficult because it's you have to fight for your spot more. I know lots of teams, lots of coaches look at height first. I know recruiting, that was a really hard thing for me, is – they look at height and they think there's potential here rather than, oh, they've already got it. And, you know, height is a big thing. But I think of the with the being all the way around thing, you can't be 6'7 and playing back row. It's right. it's very hard. So I think that helps a lot with that and having being a different, not just going up and 
oh, all I know how to do is hit straight to the ground. Like it's more being a smarter hitter, and those are very important to have on teams as well. Is that something that you had to learn to do, or have you always just said, this is my lot, and so this is how I have to succeed? Or did somebody say, listen, Lauren, you're never going to be able to just go away and pound it. You have to do all of these things. I would say a little bit of both. As I got older and the blocks got bigger, girls got taller, and harder teams got put in front of me, I would say it's definitely like, wow, I can't just hit straight into the block. Or, And coaches would, like parents, coaches would always be like, all right, if you want this spot, you gotta, you can't be doing what these guys are doing because you don't have that height. So I think that had a lot to do with it as well. East Ridge is where you went to high school. Good volleyball program there. And it's a really good volleyball state, Mm -hmm. Minnesota. How did that help you as you got ready for the college level? I would imagine... It's a step up, but he had to feel like he had a lot of great experience playing high school volleyball in this state. Yeah, absolutely. And had a lot of really good players on my high school team that helped a lot. I know a lot of people's high school experiences are you're the best on the team and everyone else doesn't play club volleyball or they're just kind of doing it for fun. And then it's hard to transition into college. Um, But I had a lot of girls that played at my club and that I just played at Montana State like she was on my high school team like a lot of these girls went to D1 schools Um, so it was really nice to play with them and by them and to help like lead a team like that. So your older sister played volleyball too? She played in high school. In high school. Were you guys really competitive with each other or was it? She tore her ACL when she was 16 so she's two years older than me so I only got to play with her for one year but it was pretty it was fun it was definitely more of a friendly thing than it was competition that's good no rivalries yes that's good uh so you're going into psychology right Mm -hmm. and major and also pre-law yes together separate or what do you want to do with those things um i'm either i'd say they're together concepts if i go psychology route it would be more criminal psychology or forensic Mm -hmm. psychology um, and if I go law route, it would be criminal, criminal law. So when you, are you like a, um, trying to think of whatever the law shows are now, do you love watching all of the <laughs> I law do. shows? Yeah. Law and order and yeah. how to get away with murder and all those <laughs> shows. <laughs> well, That's we, a law show, not yeah. a actual teach you. Yeah. You're not looking for advice on that, right? No, no, no. Okay. I'm Cause this podcast <laughs> was about to take a different kind of <laughs> no, turn. Seriously. <laughs> um, have you, are you enthused by the thought of jury duty? Yeah, I would say so. Yeah. Have you gone and checked out uh, any law proceedings or gone to the courthouse, uh, not having been arrested, but just on your own free will to go check it out? No, I haven't, but I would be really interested in doing that. I'm excited for getting more, like, internship opportunities to, like, look into more stuff like that. Yeah. Do you want to be an attorney then if you did go into law or defense attorney, prosecutor, or just behind the scenes I would say more probably behind the scenes I'm very interested in like what goes on in the criminal's mind Mm -hmm. and stuff like that more finding out the why of things not necessarily like trying to catch them for doing it but like why did they do this or like for the psychology part of it if I were to be like a forensic or criminal psychologist it's like why did they do this that kind of thing what drew you to that I'm not really sure May have been watching shows like that. I'm not really sure, but I've always found that kind of stuff so interesting and intriguing. And I've been taking psychology classes in high school, and I've always been very interested in that kind of stuff. So when you're in a group and you're watching people, 
Are you psychoanalyzing mm, them as I well? I love people watching. Yeah. State fair yesterday was very fun. <laughs> <laughs> right? So you can wander through the state fair and say, oh, I know why you're behaving that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you have some suppressed issues that there's or whatever. <laughs> can you give us some diagnoses of some people that you saw walking around? I don't know if it's that deep yet. Um, okay. But I can definitely take a few wild guesses on some people. <laughs> <laughs> You care to share any of those wild guesses? Um, no. No, that's probably fair too, because then again, we would have had to a, sound creepy. Yeah, we would have had a completely different podcast. Right. Uh, so you guys, this time of year, it's a lot of hanging out with the team. Right. School hasn't mm-hmm. officially started as we record this. Uh, what are some things that you guys like to do together for fun? Um, we get one. We get two off days. We'll have workouts on those off days. So most of us will either go grocery shopping together or we stay fair or just hang out go you know get food together there's not a ton that we have time for all that much but just hanging out in someone's room like just relaxing taking the time to like be off of volleyball but we'll do that together typically yeah you mentioned the state fair we got to talk about the state fair gotta um so have you been a lifelong state fair goer oh yeah favorite thing to do at the fair definitely the food eat the food yeah mm-hmm. you look forward to all of the new foods oh yeah did you try any of them and i didn't see any that this year i'm gonna go again yeah because i wanted to get the the originals this first time and right. then i feel i'm thinking like next time i'm gonna get to try some new things okay so you have your checklist as you go yes so to speak so what's on that checklist fried pickles delicious pronto pups pronto pups roasted corn Okay, let's stop at the roasted corn. Okay. The best thing at the fair. Yes. Not even close. No? Mm, pronto pups are pretty close. Okay. Those are really close. I look forward to those. I don't like corn dogs in general. Like, I, I will not eat a corn dog unless it's a pronto pup. Yeah. There's a difference, right? Like, there a regular corn a dog and a pronto pup, one of them is made with cornmeal? I could not tell you the difference between a regular one and a pronto pup, but for some reason, it's just different. Yeah. The deliciousness is the difference. Yes, exactly. Yes. Okay, so I interrupted you. So, roasted corn no, no. is in there. Um, I know that they, when I was younger, we would go, and they used to have chocolate-covered watermelon. It was actually my favorite thing in the entire world. Interesting. But they got rid of it. I tried to look it up a few years ago, yeah. and there's it's no longer there. It was just dipped, right? It wasn't yeah. like hot watermelon because that sounds no, awful. No, no. Yeah. It was like a stick with watermelon chunks on it, yeah. and then they would like dip it in chocolate, and it would like be hardened over the top. Ooh, it was so good. Uh, if you could put any food on a stick, what would it be? Mm, that's a good question. Maybe... My favorite food is tacos. I feel like that'd be really hard to put on a stick. But if you could figure out a way to do but it. But if you could figure out a way to do it, I yeah. would do that. Tacos are what I would take with me to a deserted island if oh, I could have absolutely. it. Right? And it's a little cheating because then you can put anything in a taco. Right. But that's yeah. the whole point. Right. It's a workaround. It is. Uh, hard shell or soft shell for the tacos? Soft shell. Yeah. Hard shell just flakes off. Might yeah, as well just eat nachos. Right. It just breaks all over the place. Yes. Oh, man, you have such good taste in food. <laughs> <laughs> uh, at My the f- team calls me a garbage disposal because I will eat leftovers off of anyone's plate. Oh, really? They always, the, before they throw stuff away, they're like, Lauren, you want any of this? <laughs> all, all the time. Just scrape it onto my yes, plate and I'll take exactly. it. Exactly. Uh, so then what's the no-go? What won't you eat? Ooh, I wish I was different with this. I will not eat seafood. I've tried it, actually. I've been trying to try it. I've I've had this thing, if I don't like a food, I'm going to force myself to like it. So I'll try it a little, 
little intervals. Yeah. So I've been I've been trying different things, but nothing's stuck so, so far for seafood. No walleye. Mm-mm. No, I mean, because uh, Alex Balfour, who plays soccer, we had her on last week, and mm. she's the same thing, doesn't like seafood, which surprises me in a state with so many lakes and I so know. many fish. I know. But just not I'm your really jam. I'm really trying. I've, I've, I'm not too mad about salmon. Salmon's okay. Yeah. I just, I'll, I'll have to, like, train myself to like that a little bit more. Yeah. Salmon's, a, if it's cooked right, it's good. Whitefish, though, you know, it's pretty mild. And that's the thing. It's hard because half... Over half the year I'm here at school where it's like, because my dad was saying, if you get good fish, like he yeah. used to not like seafood, but every time he would go to a nice like work event or something like that, he would get fish. Even if he didn't want it, he didn't really like it because that's how it was prepared. It was prepared really good. So he was like, I can learn to like it if it's prepared. Interesting. Good. But I'm sure it's going to be really hard here to try to train myself. I love the food here, don't get me wrong, but yeah. if I'm trying to train myself to like seafood, I don't know if this is a great place to do it. Yeah, seafood mass in the mass production line is not yeah, the same. Right. Uh, so is your dad the same way? He will like try and force himself to like food? Yeah, he's pretty adventurous with this food as well. Interesting. Or he'll order strange things at restaurants if, if it's on the menu and have us all try it. Hmm. Okay. Well, I'm thinking about that, but I just don't <laughs> think I could bring myself to try mushrooms. I mean, mm, I, they're just interesting. gross. I'm not a fan of them. I'll eat them, yeah. but they're just so slimy. It's a fungus. It kind of is. It it's, really is. Yeah. And that's why, yeah, it, I'm not I'm not into eating funguses. I don't think. That's, I very much support that. Thank you. I appreciate that. Now I'm not going to try them and try and like them again. <laughs> uh, so what, uh, do you have a favorite sports team in the state? Well, not in the state. Not in the state, right. <laughs> Definitely a Packer fan. How does uh, that go over? <laughs> I guess you, you grew up in the East Metro, right? Yes. So uh, there's probably a fair share of Packer fans over there. Yeah, there definitely is. Both my parents are from Wisconsin. Um, we go over. my Some of my, my mom's side of the family is over there, so we'll go over there sometimes. Hudson is right across the river, 10 minutes from my house. So yeah. we'll head over there to go out to eat and stuff like that. But I would say I've got a lot of friends that have differing opinions, <laughs> for sure. Um, was it hard going to a school that's predominantly purple growing up as a Packers fan? Mm, as long as there's not yellow included in that purple. You were then, fine. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So uh, you were never going to go to Minnesota State Mankato? No. No. No, no. Absolutely not. <laughs> uh, what other sports teams? Do you have any other favorite sports teams? Mm, I'm a Bucks fan. Okay. Milwaukee so you're Bucks. all Wisconsin all yeah. the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Way to stay true. Oh, cheese curds for the state fair, too. Forgot those. I don't know how I forgot. Yeah, and I can't believe I didn't put two and two together with the Wisconsin and the cheese. And yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We'll chalk that up to just a momentary lapse of right. judgment. Yeah. Okay, thank you. Yeah, you can that still keep your Wisconsin card, even though you thank were born you. in Minnesota. Yes, unfortunately. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. <laughs> uh, what about on campus? What are your, some of your other favorite sports on campus to go watch? Mm. We were not able to go see any football games this year because we would always play on the same days as them, but opposite places. They were home. We were away, vice versa. So we can go to one this year. Uh, Volleyball team can go to one football game this year. So we're excited for that. But um, basketball was – we could go to those. Those were fun to watch for sure, men's and women's. Um, Teams at soccer, women's soccer right now. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I think those were the main ones that we were able to get out to. It, it seems like, especially here, there's a lot of 
support for everybody else amongst the athletes. Mm -hmm. That's got to be fun to be able to see that, you know, the soccer team's coming out to watch you and the basketball team's coming out to watch you and vice versa. Mm -hmm. It is really nice. It's fun to see. You make so many friends just being here on campus early and, like, being an athlete. You see everyone in the gym. You see people all over the place. Um, It's so nice to have so many different friends on so many different teams that, like, you have someone to watch if you're going to a game. Yeah. What is your favorite place on campus? Ooh. I would say the library. I really like... Are you just sucking up? No, no, no. Okay. No, no, no. The Harry Potter room. Do you know which one I'm talking about? I don't. Ooh. It's, like, big room, and it looks like... I never watched Harry Potter, to be honest. That's fine. I know what it... I know. It just looks like a giant, like whimsical room it's so pretty okay. i've only been there a few times because i've been so busy with volleyball we yeah. ha- and especially with freshmen last year we had to go to the study room mm-hmm. to get our six hours in for homework so that's where i mainly did all my homework but i thought the library was the coolest place in my opinion are you are you the only person that calls it the harry potter room or is that like universally no it's a known, known. thing okay it's a universally known all right. Um, did you read the books at all, Harry Potter? Oh, no. no. <laughs> I'm you... a reader. I will read, but yeah. not those. So you do like to read. What's your favorite genre to read? Mm. I would say mysteries are really cool. I'm about to start a new one. It's <laughs> like criminal psychology type thing. Like yeah. I think those are so interesting. Um, I like sometimes a good like rom-com book here mm-hmm. and there but i would say typically like mystery and stuff like that suspense there was i'm trying to think of what it was called on netflix um it was about fbi profilers and the start mind hunter mind hunter i'm watching that right now yes <laughs> i'm actually watching that right now really good mm-hmm. i haven't read the so it's based off of a non-fiction book even though the series is kind of fiction mm-hmm. have you read the non-fiction book? no i haven't yeah it seems like it might be right up your alley i think so too the series was really good You'll have to let me know what you think. Okay, of it I'm almost it. done with it. Yeah, I watch it every time I get off of volleyball. I'm just like, I gotta turn this on. <laughs> it's so good. It's so interesting. Yeah, that's exactly what I want to do. See, there you go. And now you will probably have to read that book then in your studies. Right. Um, what else are you watching or streaming on TV? Mm. I don't have a ton of time to watch too much. I've been watching that yeah. quite a bit. Um, I just watched, rewatched Breaking Bad. This summer, yeah, I watched that in the middle school, I think, and I was like, "Oh, I haven't seen this in a while. I kind of forgot about it." So did it hit different now that you're older? It really did. I bet it really did. Probably caught a lot more that maybe you didn't notice yeah. as a middle schooler. Yeah, appreciated it more for sure. Yeah. Um, what else about Lauren Galvin? Like, it w- if you could pick up and go anywhere and do anything, what would you do? Mm. I've always wanted to go to the East Coast. I've never been. I think that's really? probably why yeah. I want to go. I mean, like more like Northern East Coast. Like th- New York City and up yeah. into the New England area. Mm-hmm. I'm definitely a city person. And I think that that's probably why it's yeah. very, very city up there. Um, but yeah, I would say I would want to go definitely travel up there. Maybe like live there some someday. I think that would be really cool. There's probably lots of chances to psychoanalyze I was going to say there's a lot of criminals there as well, so I'm <laughs> sure that that would be a pretty easy place to <laughs> go and explore a career. We're not generalizing about the East Coast, just the, right. the higher population. Yes. Therefore, yes. It's just facts. That's just facts. <laughs> uh, but you could go up into Maine and see – I've always wanted to go up into Maine and New Hampshire and see all of that area up there. Yeah. The trees and stuff. Mm-hmm. What are your goals for yourself and for the team this year? I would say 
definitely to rack up a few more wins than we did last year. I think we can definitely do that. Um, but I would say get our ranking up a little bit higher um, and just be like a very well-rounded team. I feel like it's such a good thing when teams come and they're like, oh, we have to watch out for this and that, or, oh, they're a really scrappy team. Like we got to make sure we're on our game or that they really want to prepare to play us. I think that that's such a compliment to get as a team to be a threat to other people. Awesome. Well, really appreciate your time, Lauren. Thanks a lot. Best of luck this year and beyond. Thank you so much. 